Welcome back to another episode of Sketchy Situations, where I play Stroke of Luck, an actual play series using the Iron Sworn Star Forge game system written by Sean Tomkin, a sci-fi tabletop RPG. I also want to give a big shout out to RSEC for Data Sworn that is used in the construction of Stargazer, which was made by Nick Bowton. Again, I'm very good at butchering names that I use very heavily during my gameplay. So thank you, you two, as well as Joshua Mihan, and everyone that commented, gave me words of encouragement, shared things. Just thank you so much. You can find links to the game and credits to all assets used in my video in the description below. With those disclaimers out of the way, welcome to our first session. This is where it all happens. Of course, I want to start off saying a few things. In that sector creation, I completely forgot two particular things. The initial disposition of the settlement and also the settlement trouble. For the sake of some suspense and some drama, I'm going to keep the settlement trouble to myself for now. But the initial disposition of reprise is welcoming. But let's focus on what's going on. Right now, Ghost has been directed to Reprise to speak with a supposed precursor expert. He finds out this precursor expert is actually an artifact hunter named Juro Kwan. Now, hunters aren't usually much of a problem for him in his work because if you stay under the radar and don't end up with any warrants, they don't look for you. They have enough work to do. Usually they're not vigilant enough to hunt down someone they're not being paid to hunt down. Which is to say he's pretty much an arsonist that runs to the fire marshal while covered in soot and ashes saying I need help with breathing problems. As it comes down to him visiting a precursor artifact hunter looking to undo a curse from illicitly diving and retrieving items from a precursor vault. But that's all background noise right now. He'll cross that galaxy when he gets there. Right now, he's sitting aboard the Phantom, trying not to sleep. When he sleeps, he has visions of a future or a past that he doesn't know whose it is and he's really not in the mood literally ever to find out. He's fidgeting a lot. He can't seem to get comfortable in his own skin. He's watching an intervid, which is just a compound word for entertainment videos. And the show is called Firehouse. It's a drama about a character who has been caught in a scandal and is metaphorically watching their house burn down. It's your typical drama, but it's enough to keep him distracted so much that he's ignoring the beeping coming from his console until the alarm just goes off, letting him know that he is careening towards an anchorage point at ridiculous speeds. And if he doesn't correct it, well, he'll find out when he lands horribly. But he doesn't. He knocks over his vid streamer to get to the controls. There's no need to roll. Danger averted. He gets it done and he's just outside the scourge. He pulls up the comms and requests docking permissions, all standard affair. They ask him what's his business. 
he just lets them know he's on business and they let him on through. He passes through the sickly green atmosphere of Scourge and his system gives him an automated debrief of the planet's features. The recommendations start up and he's hardly listening. He hears something about a breathing apparatus. Stay inside the sealed structures. Don't go outside. Nothing outside has goodwill for you. Once he breaks through the clouds, he would have completely missed the docking area without the semi-automated systems. A flock of flying creatures just zip right past his windshield and mushrooms around are springing from deep underground caverns, reaching as tall as any ancient jungle tree, completely obscuring the landing zone. There's random noxious clouds just jettisoning toxic material into the atmosphere, causing a bit of this hazy fog. You can somewhat see creatures roosting on top of these mushroom tops and but this mossy growth is creeping to them. Not that I want to jump straight into the vault because that would be kind of anticlimactic, I guess. But since it said in or near, we're just looking to see if there's any possibility for visual confirmation of a vault nearby. Now using the basic yes or no oracle, you choose an answer that you think is likely. That would mean a 75 or less would mean yes. I feel like it's likely that Reprise is near the vault more so than in the vault and I got a 59 so I was right. It's near the vault and now out of curiosity is it within visual range? I rolled an 83. That is a no. When you think about it near is a fairly relative thing. I mean just being on the planet is near enough isn't it? Back on the ship Ghost is being guided toward this tunnel system where it has this mossy growth already around it, but it opens up to allow the vessel in and it leads downward into a wider docking area that's made of tiered platforms, each of them with their own tunnel running in and out. So each starship can kind of have its own in and out exit. It's an underground facility with a glass dome top. Can't see very much through the glass dome top as it's also covered in mold, fungus, and animal whatever. After he's properly landed, he checks his equipment once or twice and only brings the breathing part of his spacer kit, not the whole entire suit. He has everything that he needs, the deck box, the metal ball, his unipad, which is just a fancy way for me to say a tablet. Right now it has a basic use for just note taking. He makes a point to not look over at the orange stain on the side. It's been there since he's gotten the ship, but he runs into too many possibilities when he thinks about it as to why. No matter how much it's cleaned or painted over, it just doesn't go away. And frankly, that's too many analogies to his current situation. Once processes in, the airlock opens and the first person he sees, this dock worker, is already looking at him with this big smile saying, Hey, nice art. And Ghost looks completely confused and the person points over at this huge graffiti tag on the side of his ship. He rolls his eyes, but but why not? Why not make a connection? 
based off of this, right? Um, first roll, just as a disclaimer, I don't condone everything that I will roleplay ghosts doing. All right, toss that in. I'm going to roll this connection with my scoundrel asset as a bonus because he's going to lie and try to take credit for this really beautiful art then even he can't deny it. it's really good all right and i got exactly what i deserved i got a miss with a match a triple match really it's a four 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 that's what you get kids for trying to take credit for someone else's art now it's not a double ten but it's still a match because we're just starting out. I'm just going to foreshadow something dangerous that Ghost narrowly missed out on, but it's still going to be an egg in the face. Just before that, let's give a little bit of an image to our person. I've got graceful and visibly disabled. For the first looks, moving forward with these roles, this dock worker looks amused at his attempt to steal credit for this graffiti art and they fold their arms one of them is made of pure metal it's skeletal looking in appearance but it works so smoothly that it's definitely high quality rigor work it moves about as well as if it was his actual arm they ask ghost do you really want to take claim for this you sure and when he doesn't answer the person continues look it's better to be a victim in this situation. The person that does this art, they don't just tag ships. They're also known for terrorizing bored communities. This might not be one you want to take credit for. When Ghost tries to offer an awkward thank you, they raise their hand and shake their head. Look, don't worry about it. Just welcome to Reprise. You got any questions? The intake and directory is right over there. They point over to a desk further down the lane that has this big sign on it that says intake and directory. Ghost heads over to this time to focus on getting some work done. He knows that Juro is on reprise but he has no idea where and doing what. He's going to take normal public channels and not bring immediate attention to himself. We're going to roll gather information no scoundrel here. We're just going up to ask the nice little kiosk person where Juro Kwan is. When Ghost steps up to the counter, the individual smiles brightly and says, Welcome to Reprise, an independent mining facility where you can trade for mined materials or rent a time slot and location to excavate your own. What will be your business today? Ghost shakes his head and leans on the counter. Neither one. I'm meeting someone here, Juro Kwan. So that's a weak hit for gather information. That means that I get new insight, but it also complicates my quest. And I take a plus one on momentum, a runner-up prize for the mishap of earlier. They look at ghosts with mild curiosity, but they have no reason to keep this information hidden. They tap their console a few times, obviously irritated at it moving slow. Their eyebrows quirk up and then they look up at Ghost. Oh, Mr. Juroquan. Yes, I have a Juroquan here. He's a hunter, currently with clearance through the mining area. Okay, can you call him up? Or how do I get down there? 
Well, to reach the mining area, you need to be authorized personnel or purchase a location in a time slot for the safety of our clients and resident mine workers. Unfortunately, no communications on this level can reach the mining area. The surrounding environment makes such communications impossible. Ghost wants neither to buy a slot nor to purchase any resources at this time. So this is the complication here. Ghost knows exactly where he is, but he can't get a message to him and he's not allowed to get there. Well, old habits die hard and he falls on them fairly quick. We're going to roll Compel plus Shadow plus Scoundrel as he's about to bluff his way through in the dumbest way possible and then has the audacity to nail it with a strong hit. Ghost whips out this classic TV badge quick enough to be able to see Hunter Slater on it but not long enough for this administrator to, to take in the details. No idiot would pose to be a hunter. The repercussions of getting caught are just not worth whatever you're faking it for. But here we are. So much for using normal public channels and keeping your head down, right? This administrator also notices ghost eyes. He has what they call forge eyes, which seem to swirl with the unpredictable energies of the forge that a dangerous number can control and just as a, i'll call it a truth evolution hunters are very often mystics or divergents often enough to say every hunter is a mystic but not every mystic is a hunter the administrator whispers something under their breath maybe a prayer maybe a slur ghost isn't concerned I didn't realize the situation was so dire that it called in two hunters. I apologize. I'll work on your clearance right away. They work quickly at getting things set up and then look up and inform Aaron that clearance has been provided, but they still need to finish the process at the next intake desk at the mining elevator. Ghost tips his non-existent hat and happily moves on to the next step. The first main chamber that Ghost reaches is a little congested with a good mix of obvious contractors and resident mine workers, which is fine for him. It's like a home away from home. He's used to tighter areas when you have to keep your eyes out for your pockets and at any given moment, probably your life. There's some vending machines a couple of food stalls, but this is otherwise just a main throughway where people pass through one tunnel to another. At the very center is this isometric hollow map of reprise. It's not that big of a place and it's made mostly of a tunnel network that leads from one large structure to the other. Stepping up to it, he notices that it also provides more specific status information, probably for the condition of particular halls that may have growth outbreaks and sweepers, as they call them, are going through to burn them and seal the cracks are coming through. Just to prepare though for possibly some nuisance going on at the elevator, we're going to secure an advantage. We're going to see like, is the way there or is anything bad going on in the mining area by the elevator? Just we're going to secure an advantage, probably be ready for something coming up. 
he goes to the information panel types in a couple of filters rolling this plus wits we have a miss with a match you ever just go outside and realize that the world wants you to go back inside the house this is this moment right here just using a public terminal I'm gonna roll pay the price for some inspiration because for the life of me I can't figure out how poking at a public terminal can turn into a nightmare I have your equipment or vehicle malfunctions this makes sense the terminal blitz out after a few taps on the terminal screen sparks fly out and shock ghost making him pull his hand back fast then the lights go out and come back on red flashing spinning around with an alarm and with that loud robotic voice is system-wide reboot acquire assisted breathing apparatus immediately system-wide reboot everyone nearby grumbles and puts on their mask he reaches into his long jacket and pulls out one that starts to unfold already maintenance workers are running from one tunnel to the other trying to figure out where the malfunction occurred ghosts could behave sit still wait for it all to blow over but this is a great time to get through this elevator possibly where they can't check his fake credentials so he continues on from what he can remember from the map the maintenance workers and the sweepers are completely ignoring him they have bigger problems to deal with reaching the mining elevator seems to come to this dead end kind of place where the elevator takes up the largest space a huge platform with safety gates around it intended for lugging and moving either large amounts of people or equipment or a mix of both and off to the left is another intake and directory desk they're still sitting there poised and ready to take any inquiries even with this large mask over their face they have an air of professionalism that ghost can't deny he lets them know that he has pre-clearance to take the mining elevator so sweetly they announce while that may be possibly true without the system up they can't check for this clearance and they can't grant him access to the elevator because they can't make a key ghost is a bit desperate here because he's already painted himself into a corner he leans forward who's your corporal i could probably put in a good word for you let him know that you're very loyal to your position and you deserve some accolades for upholding the rules and regulations set forth by your superiors as the administrator starts to speak up ghosts can hear the condescending smile in their voice as much as that's appreciated reprise is an independent mining community the answer to no senior corporations ghost nods okay so that means you still answer to the board then he flashes that badge again because it worked the first time we're gonna roll a compel plus shadow plus scoundrel and pray to all of the gaming gods that i don't make a mess out of myself holy crap i didn't strong hit with a match that means they will do what i want them to do which is let me through 
but as a scoundrel it opens up an unexpected opportunity and I take the value of my shadow as momentum. I'm presuming that the rewards here stack. I would normally get a plus one for compel and my shadow is a plus four because power gaming. So I'm up to nine momentum. Now as for my unexpected opportunity, um, I'm going to have to roll something here. Uh, description and focus. We have lost enclosure. All right. Sounds like a crate, maybe, if we're thinking about things that he would find opportune, like a cache of something. We'll just roll for a little bit more context, action, and theme. I have construct trade. Now, this fits completely with the theme of reprise being a black market. So we're going to think some illegal tech here. All right, fitting this all together. Look, I wasn't going to take it this far, but I have important work to get to. So if you would so kindly make a way, I'm certain there's a alternate route you use for at least the safety of your clients. The administrator nods their head slowly. They can see the swirling energy even behind the tinted lenses of Aaron's mask think like the Star-Lord's mask from Guardians of the Galaxy and this administrator says we do have an alternate route it was recently shut down for maintenance reasons they produced this key card it looks similar to like a hotel card you may have seen a singular group known as the hammers have been using it to move equipment they incline their head hoping that Aaron will catch the gist of what they're suggesting Considering the circumstances, I'm certain they wouldn't mind sharing the space. Ghost tries to keep his composure. While he might be trying to get out of the life, he can't help but notice how effective the process is. He puts on the act, pretending to be the crooked cop this guy hopes he is, looks around and says, Okay, you didn't happen to tell my friend down below, did you? There would have been no need to share this information as Chiro Kwan had access to the elevator at the time. Aaron senses a tinge of animosity in this person's voice, or he could just be paranoid, but no reason to not believe they wouldn't tell someone later. Let's keep it that way for now, shall we? He and the administrator exchange a few more words where he's directed to where this area is. It's not too far off. It looks like they had truly tried to shut it down. In fact, they stuffed some things in the area like a abandoned storage closet. But you can see it's been moved around enough to make room for people coming and going. A magnetic card reader on the left-hand side of this hatch. It beeps once after Aaron holds it up and the little red light turns to green. As it was explained, apparently this runs on the network that is actually down below. But one of the few things, he hears the magnetic bars inside unlatch and a hiss from the door easing open. Inside is fairly dark, so Aaron has to switch on his headlamp and begin to move inside. Just beginning, he can tell that it moves in a spiral fashion so he can't see very well what's going to be around the corner at any given moment and the lights here are very dim 
It also looks like it's not kept the way the cleaners keep the rest of the tunnels as this area was supposed to be decommissioned. But Aaron has an idea that it probably has never been decommissioned and this is the access they use for their more nefarious work. I'm going to undertake an expedition using wits with that knowledge in mind. I'm going to make it a troublesome ranked expedition because I don't want to stay in this forever and if it ends badly well the rules will rank it up as it is and with the push of a button I have a strong hit by a landslide seven versus a three and a one as per the rank of the expedition we mark progress so for troublesome we mark three full boxes now we envision where we're at but that will be next week on stroke of luck I thank you so very much for sticking this out with me. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, please consider subscribing and hitting that bell for notifications and following me on Twitter. And you will find today I have dropped the first chapter of the amnesiac techie known as Chipset, who spends their free time saving a single station from continuous impending doom. You can find that on strokeofluck-sketchy.blogspot.com and you can find that in the description below.